So then I hit my head on the wall one time and then I hit my head on the floor another time and long story short, I'm a little bit concussed. Hi peeps, I'm Nock. And I'm Ricardo. And we are Thinking, Thinking Cube. Cube. We are Thinking Cube, a podcast created by Nock and Ricardo to talk about our journey into becoming better people. We will talk about how to improve yourself, how to improve your relationships with your family, your friends, and others. And just generally talking about how to live a more humanly human life. In this week's episode, we will talk about living happily in a community. We spend a great part of our lives living in communities. That could range from the smallest community, which is your household, your home. It includes the college campus where you are studying or where you studied. It includes your workplace, your neighborhood, and it can go as far as including the society that we are all part of. To talk more about this topic, we brought in a special guest that has a lot of experience in building communities. Her name is Twee, and she's here to give us her expert opinion on how to live happily in a community. So, hi Twee. Hi Nog. Hi Kakdo. Hi. How are you today? I'm fine. Very good to talk with you about this topic. It's so very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're glad to have you here. Thank you. I'm ready. We would love to know what your past projects were and what you've been working on right now, if you don't mind sharing. Thank you Nog. In the past, I was a CEO of a medium-sized construction company. So at the time, I get a lot of success in the society and to be respected by many people because I have been working hiring people, Vietnam government and also many people from big international group. So I get a lot of money, I get a lot of respect. I have two good children, I have handsome and successful husband, but I have been lacking something and mm-hmm. I lost my innocence and I feel very cold. Before when I was young, I could uh, cry to a movie that made me very touched. But now I feel I'm so cold and I feel I cannot love myself and love the others. Whenever I have some conversation, I just talk about the benefit for me and for others. And all the time is the deal, deal and deals. So it's all about like making money. Yeah. So just money and the reputation. So but I give up and I decided to create another community. At first I feel very difficult and very hopeless because it's so difficult to work with different type of people. Before I usually work with uh, successful people or some big guys and also I am the boss of the staff, also the educated members. But if I create a new community, I will start with a very low level without education. They they are like a security guards, they are like housemaid and also workers. But the other time I feel I'm very lucky that I have a lot of things in life. So I still feel for them and love them. I want to be equal to them. And I don't want to be kind of the higher person. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. become the owner, but not exactly like owner. I just kind of owner and worker together. I use my housemate and some security guard around that also like the vegan food. 
and I train them and they become the chef in the restaurant. So um, it means it was very difficult for me to open a vegan restaurant because the people around object my openings because the restaurant inside a very rich community. They look down me and why I make the restaurant inside that community mm-hmm. but I overcome mm-hmm. and I still keep my intention and finally the restaurant is open and is running so far and mm-hmm. become one of the famous address for international and Vietnamese people. After that I opened the second one in mm-hmm. another place. Same. I think still running well even yeah. at the moment because of the COVID crisis, but now we are still survive and the staff still very loyal to the restaurants. Mm-hmm. And not only that, I opened one of a vegan kindergarten. 100% of kids there, they just eat the vegan food. Mm-hmm. So the kindergarten is not so big, under 100 people, but we are very happy. And even though the COVID is closed, but we believe that after the crisis is over, the school still will be open again. We believe that in the future, it will be one of very special address for the kids and the parents to register. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can clearly see that you created this very distinctive two different types of community, right? One is very, I think, very traditional kind of community, you know, a rigorous workplace that is professional and profit-driven. Mm-hmm. And also this other type of community that is that you said that your staff is very loyal. How come is it better? I mean, the vegan restaurant is a profit-driven community. But one of my target is to let the people living in happy community, not for the money. Mm-hmm. We have to have some profit, mm-hmm. but the profit is not mm-hmm. top priority. Mm-hmm. Top priority that in the vegan restaurant is the happy community mm-hmm. so everybody can talk express their thinking their opinion mm-hmm. and I am just a person who summary their ideas their expectation mm-hmm. so we will try to satisfy to each other mm-hmm. to, yes. yeah try to live yes. in harmony right yes. Yes. and I think that's very interesting because in a regular business profit driven with a regular structure where there's a CEO then some managers then we have employees there is a clear line of whose opinion is higher which one is like considered first right and some things you're not allowed to say because you're on a lower level than the boss right and it looks like you've changed that up in your new community that you built with the vegan restaurant and you made it so that everybody feels like they have an equal say in how things are run and what i like the most about it is that you changed it from the number one priority being making profit making a name for itself right making deals into prioritizing just making a community that is welcoming making a community that is happy that you know they respect each other that they validate each other's opinion Right, where nobody feels like they can say anything because they fear repercussions. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I love that. So I, before I use the regulation to let the staff to work for me, all the things regulation and all the rule I set up to the staff. But mm-hmm. in the vegan restaurant, I train that it's not the rule. It's the human base mm-hmm. needs 
and human center is the way I live. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the owner is not not me. The owner is them. Is them is the community. Yes, the community. The community is the owner. That's very good. I like it. Uh, well, the next thing that I want to talk about is how do we define a community? So already we talked about two examples of a community. One is a community of your workplace, right? Like a company that you've built, you know, you have your CEOs, your managers, your employees. And another one would be kind of similar, right? A community that is made up of the people in your team that are all working towards building this vegan restaurant and the people who work in the vegan kindergarten. But how else do can we define a community? Yeah, I think the community is a very different definition. In my opinion, the community can be a family mm-hmm. with three people or more people in a family. Or can be a workplace, can be a social community, something like living environment, the country, the mm-hmm. world, right. the province, the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so from small community to the big community. Mm-hmm. So if the small community live happily, you can live happily in any other, whether small or big, mm-hmm. community. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds really nice. If you can live happily in a small community, you can live happily in a bigger community. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Wait, actually, you know what? You've told us some of the work you've done in the past towards building a community. But what about now? What else do you do now towards building a community? At the moment, uh, a part of two vegan restaurants and one vegan kindergarten, I am creating a charity wellness community in Hoa Binh province mm-hmm. uh, in the north of Vietnam. I think it's a very special place for the person who, who come. Because mm-hmm. even though the vegan restaurant or vegan kindergarten, but uh, it's still money related. But in Hoa Binh, the people come there, they don't need to bring any money, they just come mm-hmm. and work together and live um, happy together. So it's fully non-profit, right? So what type of people can come in and live there? Actually, we accept all kind of people to come. Maybe mm-hmm. even regular people, they can come and enjoy one day of freestyle lifestyle there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It means that you not need to live for others, you live for yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean the live for yourself means that you can um, think about yourself, think about how good you are, how evil you are, how to improve your mental life. Nice, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do I qualify? Surely. Oh, nice. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so since you have experience building communities in the past, right, from different backgrounds, like now that you're building this nonprofit community, right, uh, it seems that you've interacted with a lot of communities throughout your life. So, in your opinion, what makes it harder for people to live in a community? Yeah, I think because I have a different community building and living backgrounds, I think I myself divide four mm-hmm. types of people. I think that um, the first type is the, the people who bring suffering to themselves. It means that they uh, never think about themselves. They just think about the others, mm-hmm. like a housewife. All the time they think about the husband and right. children mm-hmm. and forget that they should be happy 
So if she happy, she will make the the family happy. Not mm-hmm. only provide the material goods to mm-hmm. the other. So better she's happy, she will bring the happiness to other. Mm-hmm. But she thinks she will live for other a lot. So she just try to cook all the day. But whenever they not satisfy herself, she mm-hmm. will very suffer because mm-hmm. she if usually the person who gives someone the things. They expect the same thing to themselves, so she will complain. So mean that she have to bring the mental environment mm-hmm. to the family, not only the material goods to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this first type of person is the type of person that yeah brings suffering to themselves by just thinking, how can I make others happy? You know, All what can time. I buy them? What can I service them with? Right? Like uh, she just uh, serve the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, somebody serve, who serves but others. serving by the material goods. Mm-hmm. So it means that after that she cannot get the mm-hmm. satisfaction from the husband and uh, children. Mm-hmm. She feel very unhappy. She feel very suffer. Mm-hmm. So it means that she just suffer herself. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, I see. I see what you mean. Yeah. I think we made a <laughs> podcast episode. Where we talked about how everything is impermanent, yeah, right? Yes. So even though at this moment the person who is bringing happiness to others, they are depending on them for their own happiness. So mm-hmm. once they cannot provide them with goods or they cannot provide them with services, then they're gonna suffer themselves. Then they're gonna be very unhappy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if the woman in your example, maybe if she feel like uh, doing those things makes her happy, right? Not because she thinks that oh it's her obligation or she have to or it's an expectation that she does because she expects other people to care about her the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that maybe it would be different. But because I understand your point of view, as in you know this person is very do things for other people because she wants the same thing back. And also sometimes uh, you don't get it back, right? Or like you don't feel so happy doing these things, and you don't totally feel satisfied serving other, but you think it's more of an obligation. That's mm-hmm. why they suffer, right? Yeah, actually. And in addition, she just do the serving and serving, and don't think about her herself, herself, mm-hmm. and take care of herself. Mm. Take care mean I'm not talking about the appearance or become beautiful, but take care of the mental life. life. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean the I give the example in the family, but in workplace and say other community will be the same. Okay, so that was the, the first of type of person. Yeah. So, so what mean, is the second type of yeah. person? So the second type of person, the people who bring the suffering to others, the person who bring the suffering to others means the all the time complain, all the time um, not happy with other performance, all the time expect uh, much more the ability of others. So that means they they make the other bad. feel very bad about themselves. themselves. So the other people feel very guilty, feel very bad, feel very unhappy because they never happy with the other performance. Mm-hmm. Never feel like it's enough. Yeah, yeah. Enough. and they yeah. putting that expectations <coughs> on others and making other people a... feel really inadequate, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's very bad. What's and the next type of? Yeah, plan? what is the third type of? What's person? the third type? The people who bring the suffering to themselves and bring the suffering to others as well. And I think the case is like me in the past. 
Oh, like you? Like yes. <laughs> because the in the past when I was a CEO of the company, I usually work very hard and go out a lot and see a lot of partner, whether the partner I feel happy or not. Mm-hmm. And also from the early morning until late evening, just only work, work and work. And so I don't have the time for myself mm-hmm. to nurture my mental life. So I don't feel the happy mm-hmm. yeah, in the real way. Just mm-hmm. only happy after getting the money or getting uh, successful in the project. But it uh, it not lasts for such a long time. And how do you bring suffering to other people? Usually I expect the staff a lot. So mm-hmm. I score them. I'm mm. angry and they call me like a, oh storm storm coming storm coming <laughs> so and um, surely behind me they also complain or uh, say belly about me because I expect them a lot mm-hmm. and the payment also really limited mm-hmm. yes so um, I'm very cold boss and all the time just order order and order mm-hmm. and so I feel I think that I never take care of my health I never take care of my beauty I never take care about how I feel and maintain the um, my mental life for just a long long term in the past but uh, now thank I'm you different. for your honesty yeah. I think that's very good and it's good that you're different now right mm-hmm. yeah surely so what is this fourth type of Person. For um, type of people is the not bring the sufferings to themselves and suffering to others. So mm-hmm. the ideal type of person. Yeah, mm-hmm. surely they can live in any community, mm-hmm. even small or big. So they're always feeling happy. They always, you know, Satisfy, don't provoke yes. yeah, uh, suffering to other people. They don't bring suffering to themselves, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it means to let me free and to let me feel relaxed mm-hmm. and happy all the time. In case of something I'm not so um, satisfied with, but I accepting. So how can we become like this fourth type of people that doesn't bring suffering to themselves, doesn't bring suffering to others? How can we be more like that? Firstly, we have to love ourselves first, mm-hmm. not like a kind of materially way. Mm-hmm. Like not way. arrogantly. Yes. Like not like about our beauty and yes. appearance yes. and money and yes, yes, yeah. Uh, it means you love yourself. It means you let me be free from any bindings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even um, you have family, you have kids, but you don't to expect to the husband and children a lot mm-hmm. because they have uh, they have their kind of lifestyle. They have different hobby of you. So mm-hmm. so the binding here is is expectation. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of expectation. So we have to let go of these expectations that we have of other people. To to have. love ourselves. Yeah, yeah, to love ourselves. So it means that uh, we have to love ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that way, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, definitely. I think we've talked about how expecting things of others, apart from just you know bringing them suffering, it also brings us a lot of suffering, mm-hmm. especially when those expectations are not met. Yeah. So I can see how definitely Lee, loving yourself is letting go of those expectations. Yes, surely, okay. absolutely. We love ourselves first. We can love other very easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when we feel satisfied and let go of the expectation. You will never let people to follow your your way. Whenever other people do that way or this way, you feel happy with with their way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't feel so much as, as in like 
I'm right and you're wrong. You you kind of let go of that mentality and you kind of just accept that the other person might want to do things Different. differently. The accepting the difference Mm-hmm. Uh, difference of others mm-hmm. different opinions different perspectives right mm-hmm. yeah. different way of doing things mm-hmm. you know, different lifestyle right yeah I think it's very inspiring uh, you give us these four options you know four types of people I think this kind of help us to you know look within ourselves and kind of see what type of person we are so that we can work on it and I think I really like your point about how we when we start loving ourselves we can start loving others right mm-hmm. you know when we love ourselves we learn to love ourselves in a way that is not superficial like not like going to the spa and going on a shopping spree but like love ourselves by you know letting go of the shackles of mm-hmm. expecting others and putting our happiness on other people's hands mm-hmm. right yeah i think that's very good yeah. another question i have is What I see a lot of the time within a community is conflict. And it's very unavoidable. It's bound to happen at some point, especially as the community gets bigger, Mm -hmm. right? There's more people, a more diverse set of opinions, experiences, personalities, right? So there there is bound to be some conflict there. So I want to know, have you ever had to mediate conflict between two people? Ah, surely. I have many experience at the moment. And what is the most effective way to deal and to mediate a conflict between members of a community? It's very interesting question, but I think it's not so difficult for me at the moment. Mm-hmm. Because actually, we firstly, we have to find out that the, what the conflict between them. Mm-hmm. For example, two people are other members in the community usually they can accept the difference of each other mm-hmm. and they have different desire and expectation even though they are in the same community mm-hmm. so I am um, usually I will let them have some time to think about the conflict firstly so usually when they are um, angry with each other or they feel badly to each other I'm not the person who who solve the problem immediately. I will let them have some time to think and later on I will uh, go to listen to each member mm-hmm. uh, expectation and the problem to let them to let it out. Let, let it, it out. Let it like out. feel that their opinion yeah. is being heard. Yes. If not by the other person but at least by somebody else in the community. Yeah. Finally I I would advise them to be a good listener mm-hmm. and to be accepting each other's differences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that in itself is a way to solve many problems that we have, right? All we need to really do is just listen to the other person and just realize that we are not always going to agree 100% on all the issues. We have different perspectives. We're bound to have different opinions. And that is fine. And I think it's about also not like saying that I'm right and you're wrong. Surely, because you can let them see that we are like a, a fruit garden. So in the fruit garden, there are mango, there are jackfruit, there are avocado, papaya, guava. So many kind of fruits, right? Mm-hmm. So in the community, we will be a similar way. So you are. The, this fruit, you are that fruit. Mm-hmm. So the yeah, nobody is going to yeah, the, you know eat a mango and think like 
Why does it taste like an apple? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so if you are the mango, you cannot expect the other same mango because mm-hmm. we are in the garden. Mm-hmm. So the other is the wolver. So we have to accept that. Uh, this is wolver. Uh, I am mango, but you are the wolver. The other is apple. Yeah, something like this. So nice. we can accept the difference mm-hmm. easily. I think that's a very interesting kind of comparison, right? Because I think that you know we. We usually see each other as you know humans, and we don't see much difference in our shape and like outer appearance. But you know when we think about it in the way of you know a fruit garden, we'll see that I can see very clearly that you know we are very different. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, surely. Yeah, right? and I think in shape, in color, mm-hmm. in taste, in smell, <laughs> everything. I like that analogy. <laughs> Finally, I want to ask you, what advice can you give us? As individuals, as young people, as members of a community, how to live happily within our community? How we, can we, we do that? We want some short keywords of like things that we need to remember, things we should keep for ourselves and remind ourselves on how to be more happy living in a community. Uh, I just give you the three words: accepting, respect, and patience. Wonderful. Wonderful. I can see that. Firstly, we have to accept the differences, right? Truly. And then we need to respect that we're all different, and respect other people's opinions and expectation. And uh, finally, be patient and be patient to other people's things that we don't like so much. You know, be patient with something that we don't like so much. You know, occur, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And be patient in, especially be patient in listening to others. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As people in general, we're very quick to. Wanting to voice our opinion, mm-hmm. but I think you know the power of silence is louder, right? Truly, because the, when you sit and be patient to listen from others, you can understand them. And ever everybody they have suffers or they have some something inside very deeply that you cannot see externally. I think I read this somewhere one time that you know when you speak, you're not learning anything new. Right, your ears is only hearing what you already know. Yeah. But when you listen, you know your ear is taking in you know new information, and maybe you will learn something more. Right? Exactly. Uh, well, I think that's it for this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today and sharing with us the knowledge you have on how to live happily in a community. Oh yeah, just only my very little contribution to your very wonderful postcard. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. If you want to hear other episodes, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube, all platforms. You can follow us on Instagram at thinking.cube. And finally, let's, let's get, get thinking cube. cube.